1: Hello and welcome back to the Borough Breakdown Opposition Preview Show with Tom Green and our guest for the evening, back for his second appearance of the season to give us a Norwich perspective in a side accent. It's Matty Sorkin. Matty, thanks for
2: joining me today. Hello, mate. Thanks so much for having me back. I uh, quite like that introduction. I'll, I'll take it. It could have been a lot worse. So, uh, yeah, cheers for having me. I had to mix it up a bit. I said
1: side's biggest Borough fan last time. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Matty, last time, speaking of last time, it was towards the end of Dean Smith's reign at Norwich. You weren't really a fan at the time, and he's just fallen upwards into the Leicester job, really surprisingly. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's fair to say you weren't his biggest fan at that point. He's been replaced since by David Wagner. So
2: firstly, were you happy with that appointment at the time? Oh, um, yes and no, uh, Tom, honestly. It felt, it felt like... And, and some of the fans felt it was a bit of a cheap appointment, a bit of a um obviously there's the previous connection of Stuart Weber and uh David Wagner at, at Huddersfield. So a lot of people were immediately cynical. Uh that he's, you know, jobs for the boys, he's gone and got his old mate and and that kind of thing, and trying to just reproduce or recreate that that success that they had at Huddersfield. Um it it wasn't my first choice by any stretch, but anything was an improvement on Dean Smith in terms of getting the fans on side and even just a, an identity and a style of football um, and you've got to give managers time haven't you Dean Smith had plenty of time he had uh, he, he had a, an unsuccessful Premier League and an unsuccessful first half of the season in the Championship Wagner's inherited a lot of poorly coached players I think uh, were very unfit uh, well we were very unfit when he took over so I wasn't I wasn't buzzing with the appointment but it was an improvement. It was a, it was a step up, um, and that's that's only a positive, I suppose. So, and I think it's probably still too soon to judge him just yet. I think next season is probably the one where we we look and we think a bit more critically of of how we've performed under him, um, because, like I say, he's inherited some bad characteristics and some poor traits. I think um, certain players have had almost declined, if I can be so critical, um, under Dean Smith and, and Shakespeare. So. Um, He's still got a lot of work to do, um, but we are seeing a little bit of of the the, the promise and a little bit of the uh, the the reason as to why he was brought in. So yeah, ask me that in six or twelve months' time, and, and hopefully it's a, a lot more positive answer. But um, yeah, everyone, everyone's behind him, everyone's on board, um, and uh, and hopefully we can you know we can end the season well under him, and, and you know start start next season in uh, in a, in a, in a similar sort of uh, in a sort of manner.
1: You mentioned they're seeing a, a little bit of promise uh, from from Wagner um, so far. What has he changed in his time at Norwich? Because if I'm remembering right, um, I actually said on on the, on the podcast shortly after he was appointed that I was looking at, at, at Norwich as potentially a dark horse to be uh, concerned about in the playoffs. Because I think he came in and was it a four 0 win away straight away, and That's- and Puke got on the score sheet as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a great game to be at that. That was uh that was his first game. First league game, sorry. His first his first actual game. He'd only be in charge a couple of days and we, we got beat to Black by Blackburn in the FA Cup. But his first league game was um was 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 Preston away 4-0. And then the following weekend we beat Coventry 4-2. Um I think I think it was I think that was it was it was in the space of a couple of weeks anyway. And everyone everyone thought, oh, you know, first couple of games, eight goals scored, we're back, sort of thing. Um and then, uh, and then things have been a bit inconsistent since then. Uh, we well, not a bit inconsistent, a lot inconsistent. So it's been a it's been a strange time. We've shown real good promise, and then this weekend just gone is a perfect example. I was at Blackburn on Friday. They were in sixth place. We were in seventh. I didn't really expect anything. Um, go there, win two nil, and you think, oh, the the playoff carrot is is dangled once more. Do you know what I mean? And then we don't we don't manage to beat Rotherham at home on on Easter Monday. So that's the biggest criticism, I suppose, of, of us under Wagner so far is that we've been uh as we have all season, poor at home. Um, we've been better away, but it's that inconsistency that's probably going to cost us on a playoff place. Um but I think what you I think the original question was kind of the stuff that's sort of improved under under Wagner. One of the biggest things I think, and this will again I think there'll be more fruit for this next season is general general fitness. So as soon as he came in, and this is one of the things that I remember Daniel Farker doing um was double sessions. Um whereas seemingly under Smith and Shakespeare it was minimal training and seemingly they were more interested in playing rounds of golf of an afternoon than uh than coaching footballers. That's that's you know it's quite a well known uh fact around the club that that they were big on the golf and uh weren't necessarily there all all of the time. So Wagner's come in and brought in a few news coaching staff and and it's really sort of doubled down quite literally on on training. And uh we are seeing a bit more of a, a pressing style of football. We are seeing a bit more uh in terms of fitness and in terms of just watching them we can see that there's a little bit more um identity in how we go about what we do. Um and again I think I think we can judge that more next season, but the early signs are, are fairly positive. You mentioned the um, the
1: inconsistency earlier uh, b- between games. And I mean, from the outside, looking in from a total kind of neutral perspective, it could seem to some like Norwich haven't kicked on uh, as much as you might have hoped under, under Wagner. And I think that that might just come down to the fact that, you know, recently relegated team, there's always that kind of expectation. And I think especially with Norwich as well, because you're always kind of always up there fighting for the, um, the automatics and, you know, it seem, seems... Uh, You know, nearly daft considering one point off the playoffs. But um, why why do you think it it is the you maybe haven't kicked on, or you still kind of have them inconsistencies?
2: I I don't. I mean, I mentioned the home form. If you if you're going to be successful in any season at any level, your home form needs to be. You know, that's your your bread and butter. That's where you need to be. uh, That's where you need to be picking up. You know, the majority of your points. Um, One of the and 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 what I will say about the inconsistency is we were so poor under Dean Smith, and this is going to sound bizarre, but but hear me out. We were so poor under Dean Smith, we were winning games, and we didn't know how we were winning them. Now, I know you can say, you know, a team at the top of the league, sometimes they'll have a couple of games where they won't play well, but will win, and you always say, it's that cliche, it's a sign of a good team. But we didn't play well for months, and we were in a false position, most of the fans thought. And I kind of feel like we got, and, and we, there was a fixture, a run of games where we, you know, it was we were picking up points against teams that we shouldn't have been picking up points against anyway. Under Smith, so I kind of feel like we've eventually just maybe just been found out, and we've we've come up against better teams, and that's where you know we've we've burning done the double over us. Sheffield um, United, Chef United beat us at home a few weeks ago. Um, Sunderland beat us at home, so. We've come up against slightly better teams um, on occasions and, and been found out, but I absolutely get the point and I, and I agree with it, that from the outside in, um, we haven't necessarily progressed, certainly in terms of a league position under Wagner uh, versus when Dean Smith was sacked. But there was so much more to it than that. It was There was a lot off the field. The fans were so disconnected. I, I haven't known a time where fans had felt so disconnected to the club in, in a long time. Um, and so it kind of had to happen. Um, and the fans are now much more on board. And like I say, I keep mentioning next season because I kind of feel like this season's a step too far to achieve anything. But um, I, t- I totally get the point that from the outside in, it might look like we've sacked a manager who was doing okay, uh, replaced him with a new manager, and there's not been a great a great impact. Um, which would be which would be fair from someone that's that's you know not watched much of, of Norwich City or isn't involved. In, in sort of fan sentiment and stuff. Um, but there is much more of a, I'm not saying it's it's cloud nine, 10 out of 10, but there is much more of a positive feel about the club now than six months ago, for sure.
1: Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, we've had similar, at uh, Borough, you know, being, being disconnected um, yeah. from the team. And it, it's definitely changed kind of a lot over over the last couple of couple of years, well, probably season and a half. And it, it it's all you need sometimes, isn't it? Um but you, you mentioned earlier as well you got the uh the playoff carrot um after, after the um the win against Blackburn. You are still currently one point off the playoff places. Are you confident in getting there?
2: No. Um that's not the answer you're looking for, was it? That's a really boring, pessimistic answer, but I genuinely and I've said this for the last we I was at the Millwall game when we 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 won there, surprisingly, three two. And uh, everyone was, you know, as you're after a good away win, everyone's like, oh, we'll get the playoffs. And even then, I'm thinking, I still don't think we're good enough. Um, and the consistency is what has and probably will cost us, or the inconsistency, rather. Um, I, and, I, and I think it would almost be, and again, this might sound a bizarre statement, but I almost think it would be good if we didn't get the playoffs because it would give fans and some of the people involved at the football club a bit of a wake-up call to say, right, actually... There are X amount of first team players um, that aren't up to standard. There's certain players where squad or squad depth is concerned that aren't up to standard. Let's have an overhaul. Let's you know, let's let's think about bringing in a lot of new faces and getting rid of some dead wood um, and having a real good go under Wagner with some of his signings next season. So I I've already written the playoffs off, um, which m- might sound ridiculous given the fact that it's still tight and as Okay, there's not a huge amount of games left, but there's certainly going to be some twists and turns, isn't there, in the next in the next few weeks? Um, but I, I I kind of think that it it wouldn't be unless it cripples us financially and we end up in a, a you know a couple of seasons of real sort of uh, real sort of trouble. Um, it it might not be the worst thing to happen to give us a bit of a, a kick up the backside sort of thing and, and reassess where we're at as a football club.
3: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
1: I'd say that's that's fair enough. I mean, hypothetically though, if, if you did get there and you're kind of in the in the lottery, um, you know, fifth and sixth you'd be playing either Luton or Borough, what would you make of your chances there? Uh, <laughs> You know, and, any, anything can happen in the playoffs, I suppose.
2: And, and you've just mentioned that it being a lottery, and I know that is kind of a bit of a cliche that gets thrown on, but it really is. Look at look at the teams we have gone up in in recent years, and, and where the, it's. I wouldn't want to. I'd be more confident of playing Luton. No, not that might sound bizarre based on where they are, but I've been. I don't know. I think over two legs, we. I, what it is, Tom? I just don't like playing Middlesbrough. That's the biggest. thing <laughs> Um, and especially living obviously living here and being from here it's um, I think if we can avoid Middlesbrough at all costs personally I'll be a lot I'll be a lot more um, a lot more relieved at the prospect of playing Luton over two games than playing Middlesbrough so close to having to play Middlesbrough uh, on on Friday night so for my stress levels and from my perspective I'd much rather we play Luton but regardless of who it is I don't think we'd have enough about us over two legs to yeah, and then it's the final to You get in the final lose. I'm not sure. Um, I don't even know it's going to finish top two yet, as none of us do. You would expect... Well, we know it's going to finish top, but in terms of finishing second, we'd think it would be Sheffield United. But again, do they get caught? Would I fancy us against them if they finish third? Probably not. So, um, I'm not going to sound too down and pessimistic, but I'm not, I'm I'm trying to be as realistic as possible. And I think Norwich City, as a football club, needs a hell of a lot more realism at the moment than it does for optimism because actually we need to reassess where we're at as a as a club so um if we get to the playoffs brilliant it is a lottery like you say it's good fun everyone loves the playoffs um you never know we've got history there obviously from from a few years back which i won't mention too much because of involved. <laughs> but we'll gloss over that but in terms of uh in terms of this season it might it might be a step too far i'm afraid
1: yeah, I was gonna say the feeling's mutual about uh, not wanting to play each other in the playoffs because uh, yeah, bad memories of that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you mentioned the game there on Friday. We'll move on to that now. Uh, looking ahead for it, uh, who should Borough be looking out for from Norwich uh, going into Friday's game? Who's was on form at the moment?
2: Joe's you know who's really impressed this this last two or three months. But really, I, I think un- since since the Wagner came in, is is Gabriel Sarah uh, is a. A Brazilian midfielder who pretty much does everything. Um he's not necessarily uh he's not he's not necessarily a ball winning midfielder, but I've seen him break the play up. Um very good on the ball, good range of passing, um, decent set piece taker. He's um he's been in the goals of late as well, which is is always good for your midfielders if your midfielders are chipping in with goals, especially given that Pookie's been out of the form a little bit. Sargent's our top scorer, but he's struggled for goals. So when you midfielders are chipping in, it, it takes a bit of the stress off the strikers, I suppose. So, Sarah, for me, is the, is the, is the biggest, is certainly the most informed player that we've got. Um, and um, I can't believe I'm saying this because he he scored the winner at, at the Riverside a few years ago. But um, O'Neill Hernandez, which obviously you guys know all about because you've had him on loan and at uh, Birmingham City have had him on loan. Um, that kind of sums up where as a football club, to be honest, that O'Neill Hernandez is, is still... One of our biggest threats, however many years later, from, from the previous win at the Riverside. So um, but in his in you know, all, all fairness and all credit to him, he's been fantastic uh again since 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 Wagner's come in. So um he was brilliant at Blackburn the other day. He was he was good against Rotherham on Monday. Um he's uh he's quick, he's direct, but obviously know all about him from the the few games he had there. So um, between Sarah and, uh, and Hernandez, who will play on the wing, um, I, I think those those two players could certainly cause cause some problems. Um, my biggest concern, as I as I mentioned, is a lack of goals overall from the likes of Puki or Sargent or whoever it might be. So um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've just given me a bit of a flashback there because uh, I, I do remember seeing Norwich on TV and thinking Hernandez was standing out at that point. Um, so, yeah, that's that's not particularly something to look forward to uh, for us, I think, on on either wing. Um, but, I mean, from the other side of things, are there any Borough players you're not looking forward to coming up against on Friday? Obviously, if we're going on, you know, football gods have written this. Aaron Ramsey <laughs> played for Norwich earlier in the season. <laughs> uh, he's been on decent form for, for Borough, especially the last, uh, last few games. He has got quite a few goals. Might be one that, that kind of stands out as would-be typical if it happens.
2: Def- definitely. I wonder what odds you could get on both players scoring against previous clubs. I mean, it would be ridiculous if House and Ramsey and Hernandez score. but even, <laughs> even if Ornell gets a goal and Ramsey gets a goal, even the odds on that would be pretty high. Um, yeah, House doesn't score. <laughs> not know. anymore. He's some screamers for us in the past, but he's, he's changed how he is as a player these days, hasn't he? He's, now he's getting a, a little bit older. But um, no, no, where Ramsey's concerned, uh, we, we saw glimpses of that player uh, and he was quickly... Shipped back to Aston Villa. I don't know the ins and outs of what happened, but he he rather suddenly ended up back at Villa as soon as Dean Smith was was relieved of his duties, which was uh, a strange coincidence. Uh, and I I think we even thought he was there was a statement about him being injured or something, which for him had then signed for Middlesbrough in the January. You got him on loan, obviously, in the January, didn't you? So yeah, it was all a little bit strange, a little bit suspect. Um, but he's he's showing the the player that. Villa believe he, he he will progress into be. Uh, I saw his header the other day at Bristol, uh Bristol City. That was some 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 header, some well taken goal that um he's been in you say he's been in the goals and he is a good creative player. He's got a lot of he's got a, a lot of I think football and intelligence. Um it's one thing having ability, but it's another thing being able to kind of know how to use it and what to do with with the sort of the space that you find yourself in and make those runs. So um you can see it now that he'll he'll nick the winner uh on on, on Friday and if he doesn't another player is obviously I mean the goals that he scored this season is just ridiculous I know he's he's never been prolific um, he wasn't even wanted I, I don't think uh, no, under, he wasn't under, it looked look for all all certainty he was out, on his way out in the summer which is bizarre isn't it sometimes yeah. it takes a manager to have a bit of faith in a player and certain players just click under certain managers we had it with, with Grant Hall under, under Lambert it just what, for whatever reason it just worked it just clicked and he it, would not been that prolific pre, uh, anywhere uh, before and he didn't really do a great deal anywhere after. But and that could be that could be it for 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 Middlesbrough where Akwon Carrick concerned that it just clicks and it, it works well. So um listen, he's obviously full of confidence, he's scored a, a hell of a lot of goals. Um <laughs> we've got Grant Hanley, he looks like he's done for the season. He got injured at Blackburn. Gibson came off in the same game, so we've got uh how old is Amubamadeli? Amubamadeli is probably 2021, 20, something like that. We've got a, a young lad uh, at centre back and a makeshift uh, holding midfielder playing centre back. So, if ever there was a chance to score goals against Norwich, it's this weekend because we're, we're very, very shy on uh, defensive qualities for, for sure. So, I can see Ramsey in that one off in field it. to be honest.
1: Well, I mean, my next question was going to be what are Norwich's strengths and weaknesses? But I feel like you might have just summed up the weakness part of that. On the strength part of it, uh, wh- where do you think um, Norwich can, can look to win the game on, uh, on on Friday?
2: It's a strange one because I, I remember hearing the, the Sky commentator say about Middlesbrough um, being really good on the break. And I, I've watched bits of Middlesbrough over there, obviously not, not not a great deal. But the pace going forward is, is certainly a threat. I kind of feel like both teams... Are going to be good on the break, so it'd be brilliant if it was from an entertainment perspective. It would be brilliant if it was like a game of basketball. It really would, um, but I kind of I, I kind of see that that has been something that happens a fair bit. Obviously, under Carrick, you control possession uh, a, a lot, which is 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 nice to watch and it's good football. It's it's good patient play, and I think if we're going to get anything, it's going to be on the break with the likes of Hernandez um, and and Sargent's pace and, and the players that do have a little bit of quality, hopefully making a difference. But <sighs> honestly, Tom, I'd snap your hand off for a draw right now. Um but I can see I can see Borough, you know, being the better team and, and having the, the the majority of the ball and, and dictating the, the game. Um and Norwich hopefully some of our strengths, like I say, are in the the pace of Hernandez. Um Marquinhos is is uh is is kind of hitting a bit of form of late. We've got him on loan from from Arsenal. I know he's really highly thought of there, and it's it's taken him a bit of a while to to adapt, but he's he's coming into his own of late. So Marquinhos on one side, if Fernandes starts on the other, um, on the break we might look a threat. But um, give me a draw, twist my arm for a draw, Tom, and I'll 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 take it all day.
1: I was going to say Marquinhos is is a name that does uh, put fear into me a little bit because he was absolutely mint in my footy manager game for Borussia. <laughs> <So,
2: laughs> The funniest part there was there was genuinely a couple of Norwich fans who thought we'd signed the, the centre back from PSG at first. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a little bit of an anti climax. But um he's no he's been good. I know he's one of them from FM that I've seen him go through the years when you get to twenty thirty five and he's his stats are sixteen, seventeen, and eighteens, he is one of them that's uh that's always a, a bit of an FM wonder kid isn't he? And uh he is certainly a lot of promise and he's he's coming into his own unfortunately he's not gonna be the next season to, sort of for us to see the fruition of it but um yeah, him on one side and Anders on the other. It, it it could be interesting to see what we do on the on the break.
1: I was going to say there as well. It, it seems like you guys had a, a fairly similar mix up to what I had when I found out we'd signed Aaron Ramsey. I was over an island at the time. I just got the yes. um, the notification on my phone and I was like, "But well, we signed Aaron Ramsey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of
2: all people." Yeah, it's uh, it's one of them where, without any further context, you can get very happy or very sad depending on on which way you take it. So. Um, yeah, I think he's playing football. Is he playing second division Italy? I think now or France something. Some something Germany. like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so, we definitely got the better, Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you uh, you know, twist your arm and and, and it be a draw, but your know, prediction for for Friday's game and and are you going as well? Obviously, you're in the area.
2: I, I, I am indeed going. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it, uh, but there's uh, there's there's a bunch of us that are uh, that, that are going. Yeah. Um, Let's 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 go. Um, let's go head and let's go heart. Um, I had a daft dream after the Blackburn game; we won three uh, one at Middlesbrough. Um, so my uh, my heart's in three <laughs> one, but my head and every fibre of, uh, of of seriousness and uh, of watching a lot of Norwich City of late is telling me that it's probably. I'd say two one Middlesbrough. I think we might get a goal, but I think Middlesbrough will dominate, and I think defensively based on the fact that we've got so much uh or rather so little uh defensive defensive cover and options and, and therefore so much injury uh issue of late, I think we're we there to be got at and I think um I, I think Middlesbrough, especially the form that you're in, I know you've dipped of late a little bit, but under Carrick you've been a whole a whole different beast. So I think Middlesbrough should probably just edge it, especially at home with a, you know, Hopefully a bumper crowd and a Friday night under lights and all that kind of thing. I think Middlesbrough. I think probably two one, um, which obviously I'd be gutted about Tom. I, re- I really would because um, it hurt the last time in November because I don't think we'd been beaten by Middlesbrough for for quite a while. It was probably the Karanka game at Norwich. Yeah, but yeah.
1: I-, I think that was the last time at Carroll Road, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was at one nil. So it's been a- it's been a while, and then obviously November happened where we went one nil up and didn't. It was classic Dean Smith. We didn't kill the game off and. You got that worldy and the crooks winner, wasn't it? Later on, I think so. Yeah. Um, I can see it ending two one again. Uh, if I was a if I was a betting man, that would be the way that I'd go.
1: Well, I very much hope you're right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, that that was everything for for tonight, Matty. Uh, cheers for joining me. Um, and to the listeners our watchers, thanks for tuning in. As always, this was your opposition preview show, Upper Borough breakdown.